Welcome to the latest Pink podcast in the Pink Elephant podcast series, dedicated to leading the way in IT management best practices. Welcome to To OLA or Not To OLA with Lori Dolan. So service level agreements, operational level agreement management, what we're looking at doing is the service level agreement is with the client, and I mentioned this as an incident comes in 100% of the time, if I'm promising four hours, I'm promising 24 hours. Some groups are looking at this from a percentage basis. So operational level agreement one, wherever I'm handing that off to, 50% comes in or 49% time. If I know I need to get this out to different groups to look at, I need to have that trigger and understanding of who needs to do what and have a checkpoint with them. So the service decks or help desks are looking at this. And there needs to be a trigger to help them understand when things need to, to move. Who needs to be involved? If I've got five or six groups that need to work on resolving an incident, how is that going to move through and what are the checkpoints as we move along? So tips, to OLA or not to OLA? Is that the question? It's not the question. The question is, when? And I'm suggesting you can start now. Right? It's, but it is, it's just fundamental to have that information before you start your service level agreements and your service catalog. There are elements of service catalogs. You want to identify the service. Absolutely. Probably the first thing is identify your services. But before you can make any commitments of, of availability, performance, any information like that in your service catalog or service level agreements, you need to know what's going on internally in the organization. You need to get management support. And this is anything with any process improvement or process is that you need that senior management support and commitment that this will get done. If the management team does not see this as valuable and does not commit to it and support it, and you're working on it, you're going to, you're going to run into a lot of resistance from people saying we don't need to do it. So get that management commitment and support up front. And if you're, we look at also starting a, an awareness program for it as well, is meet with all of the teams or meet with managers, meet with some of the staff, let them know what you're going to do, show them an outline of an operational level agreement, hand it out to them, have them start to fill it out. Management needs to give the commitment, support for this project, um, and get them to give you some feedback into it. So having these programs and, and sessions, whether they're lunch and learns or whether they're just having team meetings to get together, is why are we doing this? You know, we're committed to doing it. It's to provide a description. Um, you know, there's no disciplinary action being taken if the levels don't, you know, we're not measuring to whatever you said you're going to do, but we need to then find out why we can't provide that level of service. So awareness programs and communications are fundamental. Ask for feedback. And when you do this and you have your team, your service level management team or operational level agreement team, make sure you've got representation across each of your IT groups. They become feedback into the group and get feedback out of the group. And you want to manage this as a project. Put some, put some timelines on it and manage to those timelines. So if you have a program underway now, you want to include the operational agreement part as part of that project timeline. 
Treat it as a release plan. If you spend some time up front on your operational level agreements, you will save time later on in service catalog and service level agreements. It's all about you build it, you test it, you communicate it, you train. It's a release plan. Define your approach. So take some time. What is the approach you're going to take on building the operational level agreements? Initiate your, pro your awareness program. Develop the template. There's a lot of templates out there and make sure it works for you. And go through a couple of pilots on it and then start to work with your groups on it. And do your roll-ups if you need to do a roll-up because of, the, again, the size and complexity of your organization. So operational level agreements are fundamental. They are the foundation of your service level agreements. They will establish IT partnerships and they will strengthen your relationship in turn with your internal partner groups as well as your external groups and the third party providers. And the operational level agreements, um, they will contribute to reducing costs because you'll start to uncover what's in the organization and maybe you have various monitoring tools and group people doing the same thing at the same time and you can start to make them more efficient and consolidate the information, streamline how we're doing things reduce the length of time to resolution. And the last summary is that behind every, every great SLA is an even greater OLA. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening to this week's Pink Podcast. Please join us next week for a new podcast session.